Hey everyone, it is episode number 38 of WDW Happy Hour. I am Catherine, I'm here with Scott, Matt, Robin, Holly, and we are excited to bring you this week's episode. We had a lot of great response on our power rankings last episode, so we're gonna circle back around and, and see you know what you, our listeners, how you, uh, you know, ranked our, the parks against us. Um, but as we start off every episode, we are going to top it off where we talk about a Disney drink somewhere. Um, and this week, Matt, you are topping it off. So what do you have? I am. Um, Catherine and I just went for a long weekend at Walt Disney World. And we got to eat at a place that we've eaten before, but it's been a long time. And that would be Via Napoli in the Italian pavilion of Epcot World Showcase. And I got one of their specialty drinks, and I believe that this just um, popped up on the menu earlier this year, and it is their Limoncello Mule. Mm. And, that sounds um, good. Yeah, I mean, I usually am a beer guy. I don't usually get cocktails, but I do like a, a good mule. And this is Sky Vodka, Limoncello, orange juice, pineapple juice, peach puree, lime juice, and ginger beer. Hmm. And it's delicious. How much is it? $15. Wow. Yeah, pretty penny. But you know what they did that I thought was really awesome, which I know they don't do other places, is they made two limes and a lemon in the shape of a Mickey head. They did. Yep. That There it is yeah. in your traditional mule glass, and they had the Mickey head uh, oh, that's kind of cool. made out of the lemons and limes. Yeah, it was good. I really liked it. I think limoncello is a good addition to a mule. I'm not a big vodka guy, but I will do a Moscow mule, and I like the uh, the uh, peach puree and that stuff, and it was, it was really good. It was a I nice, a, refreshing drink. I had a similar drink to that at one of the restaurants over in Disney Springs. They called it a Mediterranean mule. Oh, okay, limoncello. and it had limoncello? Yeah. Was that Portobello? Where was that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was like a hundred degrees when we were there. Yeah, it I mean, it was horrific. humid too. It was it like, was it was maybe like, I was about to say like only like 90, but <laughs> the, it felt like, uh, you know, it felt like 190. It was just so humid. And, can, uh, no, go ahead. Can you get that to go? I don't think so. No, I don't. You had to sit there. Yeah. And, like you, so you were really... outside of a, um, the copper mug isn't. Yeah, you're right. It's not a meal. <laughs> yeah, it's just not as good. Um, you know, and and Via, I forgot how good Via Napoli is. Uh, yeah, it's really freaking good. It it's just so good. It's amazing. <laughs> it's one of my. Did favorite you have pizza? Ones. We did. We, we shared did. a pizza and. We did like the family style salad. We did something similar. We went to Naples when we were. In, oh okay. You know Downtown how you Disney, can like Disney. add uh, the the salad for whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really, really good. And interesting, uh, interesting trivia about Via Napoli, they use um, water at, when they make their crust, and they use water from a spring in Pennsylvania. They don't disclose where um, the spring is because I don't know. I guess that's like their trade secret. But we, the server was like, oh, um, where are you guys from? And I was like, oh, Pennsylvania. And he was like, oh, well, thank you for your water. And it's like the water, we get the water imported from a spring in Pennsylvania. And that's like re- supposedly like the closest content as far as... To, to Naples. Get out. Yeah. 
I was what? Googling like a mad woman when he was like, I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. And then he walks over to the table next to me and is like, Texas, well, thank you no, for your water. You know what's no, really baby. funny is we <laughs> rode the Magical Express to get to our hotel when we landed last Thursday night. And we were the last stop, and I was like, Jesus, feels like an eternity. So we saw parts of that uh, the video, video that, that we never see before, and one of them is a promotional video for Via Napoli, and they say in the promotional oh, really? video, we get our water from a spring in Pennsylvania, and j- less than 24 hours later, we were there, and they told us the exact same thing. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the other trivia where our um, waiter's name was um, Andrea, um, and he was amazing. He was so good. Um, and... Our like, our like runner. His name was Andrea, and he said in the Italian pavilion at Epcot there are nine Andreas. Really? Yep. yep. Did you need reservations? There? We did. Um, we only did it like a day or two in advance, and had like because we wanted to do something early, just based on our schedule. Like we knew we weren't going to do a big breakfast, and we just do like a big lunch. So. Mm-hmm. We did it like maybe one or two days in advance, so yeah. it was it was enough to get like the exact time we wanted. But yeah, that's the they best. They also do that's... walk-ins too. They right? do. Yeah, they, they do if they're available. Didn't we do a walk-in that yeah. one July? It was crowded in there, but it was just us, and we sat. They told us the yeah. half hour, and we're getting called within two minutes. Yeah, that's we did the same thing for sci-fi this time. I, you should always walk up if you yep. want to go somewhere, and they'll give you like. I mean, they'll turn you away. Like, LaCellier will straight up turn you away yeah, and say there's nothing. But, you know, if you really want to eat somewhere in particular, you should at least put your name in and there. And always say, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to wait. And if it's just, like, two or three or four people, yeah. it's a lot more convenient. Don't walk up with eight. Not going to happen, probably. <laughs> but, you know. But, yeah, Via Napoli, I, I mean, best pizza at Walt Disney World. For sure. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, Rob, what do we have by way of news? All right, so... <laughs> Um, the express transportation service has been discontinued. So the last day of service was August 22nd. Uh, for those that might not be familiar, this was introduced in December of 2016, where it offered um, park-to-park transport- express transportation service. So you didn't have to go outside to get the bus. They ran on a set schedule. Uh, it put you behind the security line. So you only had to go through security once at your first park, basically. And they ran on the half hour, so they would run like 9, 9.30, 10, and they'd leave. Not every place, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, they were were every half hour, but on the 10s, 20s, and 30s, depending on which park. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But it was a scheduled thing. Yes. Yes, That was the best part. They'd be able to tell you exactly what time your bus would be leaving based on where your destination was. I am going to miss this service. We did not get to... Oh, I'm sorry. Catherine's gotten to do it before. And we were there. We had heard of the, the announcement that it was stopping. And we were there the weekend of the 19th. And so it would have been the last weekend that uh, this was available. So on the 20th, we were at Animal Kingdom. And we had planned on going over to... Was it Hollywood, Hollywood Studios? Studios? Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, let's go over there. We'll we'll try and ride it. And, and Catherine goes up and says, oh, we would like to purchase one day of the express transportation. He goes, I cannot offer that to you. And we were like, wait, why? And he's like, we're only doing, ex- the express transportation is still running. However, no new purchases. So only the people who had bought like a week long uh, thing for their trip, they were still honoring it till the end of their, you know. Huh. 
However, in the most un-Disney move ever, because what was it costing we were ready them to, right. money. to give the them $30 already. for buses that were already running? Yeah, it was very silly, but we were like, okay, so. <laughs> we did it the old-fashioned way and walked to the bus. <laughs> yeah, there, uh, the observation is that it wasn't being used enough by enough guests. Um, yeah. I don't think and, it was. And no. I don't think they... I don't think they sold it very well. No, I mean, it wasn't advertised well. Right. The visibility in the parks, so it was like... It was off in a corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Which is understandable what, because they right. don't want it to be like, you know, a, a, you know, obstructing or, or, you know, being in people's way. But you got to like do some kind of marketing or promotion for it. So I'm not super surprised that it's gone. That's a bummer. Especially when you do a long weekend and you're trying to get like two or three parks in one day. I mean, it does save time. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, we used it and so. did all four parks mm-hmm. in one day and on a Saturday. And it was it nice was... not to have to go through security. Yeah. And yeah. You kind of get plopped in the back of the park closer to the stuff mm-hmm. and you don't yeah. have to walk like. So. Yeah. But, it, but it's gone. It's gone. All right. Next story is um, an update was released for the My Disney Experience app. Um, that brought some cool features. So basically three new things. Uh, first, annual pass holders can now renew a pass directly from the app before you set the go online or call. Um, the second one is if you're on the Disney dining plan, you can now keep track of your uh, planned meals and snack credits. And lastly, you can now see uh, your room charges that you have connected to your magic band. I don't even want to know. I, just, yeah. I, want to I know. Like, it's like that channel on the TV when you're in a cruise in your stateroom that like just shows your charges as like a uh, and like a marquee. I'm like nope, don't want. Why know. would that? Why would they do that? So that is, that is a nice feature because. There's been several trips where I've gone to the front desk just to ask them what, what I'm at. Yeah. Just for, but like we've how, kind of, we've kind, doing? Of, we've kind of changed how we spend money and just use gift cards. So you you know what you're spending and you see the, the is, gift card go down. But um, it is it, it's a good good option and I know people freak out about the that are on the dining plan how many credits and it, that prints on your receipt. But at least you know. Yeah. Before you Half go, the time using they don't them. even give you your receipt. If you're like at like getting a water bottle yeah. and they like stick to the water bottle, and you can't even read the ink. Like <laughs> that's happened to me yeah. several times where you can't read the receipt. It's also a time saver for those who have the dining plan. I mean, it takes the guesswork of yeah. sitting there like, okay, wait, I had this. That was a snack. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You yeah just, you're right. Yeah, if it works, go on the app. And um, check Stitch it out. doesn't yeah, need that, it. The <laughs> obvious question here is: you're taking an app that's already taxed, and you're saying, "Hey, let's give it some more features." <laughs> yeah, that's the, the whole thing. For those who have listened to this uh, podcast, we're I mean, big we've, fans of the app. I mean, the the, the, the IT my, all in general. Yeah. The my Disney experience. Well, I wouldn't lump the entire IT department in there, but their forward-facing applications are really bad, and their website management is bad. Well, to me, that's their IT use. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more to... Listen, okay, listen, okay, Rob. Okay. Listen, Rob. Respect to the behind-the-scenes people who are doing a good job. Yeah, people only care when things aren't working. Just saying. Just but, however, only the, care when Stitch is eating. However, the, the app does suck. I do want to say, <laughs> regardless, the app the, is terrible. No, and I Scott's totally this, right. Yeah. Like It's like, hey, this um, a lot of the functionality of this only works like 75% of the time. Let's add three more things. <laughs> like, let's, why, why don't we just nail down the stuff that's already there? Why don't you get that working 100% of the time or, you know, reasonable 
amount of time. I know. I don't know how many times we've been walking around the park and we're like, wait, where's our next Fast Pass? And nobody can pull it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's only a 20-minute wait here. Oh, oh, when you go there, you're like, oh, it's 150. <laughs> that was at 9 o'clock this morning. It hasn't updated since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So, yeah. All so right. we'll see how that functionality yeah. Keep our fingers works. <laughs> um, and lastly, um, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party started yeah. uh, this past Friday, the 25th. So if you're not in the Halloween mood... You better get in it quickly. Uh, Or else. (laughs) The party, most of the details are pretty much the same. Same Mm -hmm. uh, features. still have uh, the Hocus Pocus villains spell-tacular. So during August and September, there will be three showings of it in October and November. Did I say that right? August and September, three. October, November, four. Um... The Booty You Parade yes. is going to be twice, 9.15 and 11.15. I might watch it twice. Um, I love the parade. Hollow Wishes is back. Uh, that's at 10.15. Hollow Wishes rules. They Hollow said Wishes there's a so little um, a Zootopia Party Patrol pre-show to that on Main Street. I didn't <gasps> see any pictures of this. That's strange. But that's it cool. said just to like entertain the people waiting. Oh, I don't think it makes the whole... like. If probably you're in Frontierland, like you're yeah. not going to see it. It's just probably just on, needs to get yeah. to the hub. Um, what else is new? Oh, the um, they just announced the party card. So for those that are familiar with the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, it's the Country Bears this year. Yes, which is really <laughs> cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, we posted it on Facebook and Twitter for those that follow us and want to take a look at it. Um, when you get into the park, um, if you stop at the fire hall fire station on mm-hmm. main street um you could get the card for free they just mark your uh i mean your bracelet free. what's that i mean you paid i mean no but i mean it is yeah, free yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah you don't pay extra for you it. pay yeah, no right, more right. or less than someone who doesn't get the card right. that's right but yeah i like it this is actually my i Catherine and i have i mean we've been uh collecting sources of the magic kingdom cards since they were testing it i mean we have some of the old we have some of the originals with the rounded edges <laughs> i just like to say yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of yeah but yeah um so at this point we have a full set um minus the country bear card but I, so this is one of my favorite uh cards that they've done at any of the holiday parties i think they do a really good job when they incorporate um, attractions. attractions. I yes, they did one. The pirates, the haunted mansion. Those yeah. are all great. The hitchhiking ones. ghost card looks great. And then they, last year it was what like mini. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. I can't keep up. There's so many of them. I know Goofy was the most recent Christmas card, but it. I really like when they incorporate. Was it, was it Chip, no Chippendale were a Christmas card? Chippendale was the first ever Halloween card. Okay, then I'm getting. <laughs> that was the first. And the, oh, Clawhauser. Was last yes, Halloween, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, he was giving the trick or treat. Yeah, but from yeah, but Zootopia. This, <laughs> but yeah, this looks cool. I really like it. So, yeah, they have some specialty um, for those people that like their their treats, other than the free candy. Um, the one cool thing is they have a series of four haunted mansion desserts. Have oh. you seen these? So, no. they, so cool. they they look like they're all basically a chocolate tart cake. Um, with different fillings and and toppings and mousse, but then it has a like um, a white chocolate portrait. So it has three of the four portraits from um, 
the, the haunted mansion, room. the stretching mm -hmm. room, and then like the wallpaper design. Oh, cool! So th these are at a cost. I think they're about five bucks um, at Aloha Isle, Anti Gravities, Galactic Goodies, Liberty Square Market, and Storybook Treats. So who's doing mooses around the park? We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna do. Uh... Oh, I gotta think of something more clever than that. They've Do got they some. Oh my lord! Do some they of these still uh, have the cotton candy soft serve. I know uh, that that's like a that, big thing too. Candy corn. Oh, that's what I meant. Not co I've got cotton candy on the mind. <laughs> you guys. were just talking about cotton candy <laughs> drinks. I know. Um, I know from the first party they they do have a Jack Skellington dessert. Mm. It looks yeah, like it it's looks a push-up Awesome. Yeah. I'm looking at that right now. Yeah, that does that look thing good. sold out very quickly. Hmm. So they either. Underestimated demand, or you know, oh, just vanilla buttercream, crisp pearls. You got the pearls, Holly. We got the gray stuff pearls. <laughs> oh, it looks yeah. Good. So that one, if you're if in, if you're intending on getting that, I would make that a priority. That's at Sleepy Hollow mm -hmm. in Liberty Square. Holy crap! Also at Sleepy Hollow, pumpkin Mickey mm -hmm. waffles with vanilla ice cream, whipped cream, sprinkles, and caramel sauce. That looks banging. Just take my money. I want like yeah, all right. of these. Can every you guys single... make sure that I do one of these things? Because I feel like we always yeah. Isn't like a hol the Halloween party? Doesn't it feel like it only lasts twenty minutes? Like we yeah, walk in, so we quick. do everything, and we're like, it's over again. Yeah, for I another I year. don't. It's so sad. <laughs> We've done. It every year since like 2000. I know I've done it three years. Yeah. This will be my fourth. Yeah, our fourth, fourth year doing it. Yeah, so I think we did it one extra. So five oh, years. Okay. You guys are a year ahead. So yeah, but I feel like we've never gotten any of these specialty treats. And oh, I'm getting. Damn, yeah, these look good. Yeah, they are pretty. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> my must do, must do's. Must do, must do's. Yeah, there's 11 um, trick or treating locations. Again, I, I'm just going off of some of the things I've read and heard. Um, a lot of people go to these first off and the lines get really long. So a recommendation to just go do some attractions and things like that. Maybe buy this, these treats we're talking about if that's what you want to do. And go then, to the candy locations at the end of yes. the night because they're just... They, giving them out. Yes. They're giving them out. They will give you way more candy at the end of they the like night. They like hound you to give away candy. Remember we were come at Pirates over. last year and they were like, come over here, come over here. We yeah, because then they don't because they don't have to take it they don't have to take it back with them. They don't yeah, have to I like would. transport it backstage. <laughs> I, also, I also find that a lot of the um, locations like kind of on the farthest ends of the park, like you know they had that one at like the hut near Big Thunder. It was the Peeps location two years ago, like in, in between Big Thunder and Splash. That's, that's not this year. That I'm just saying, like the ones that are on the outskirts are really not busy. Like, yeah. and there the one was in the one. Steamboat? Yep, there was yeah. the one down by the steamboat that like yeah, people didn't know that, really how to get there, and we didn't wait in line there yeah. either last year. Um, yeah, know your locations. Yeah, I mean, there, it's in Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, Liberty Square, and Adventureland. Yeah, I think if you if you've never been to any of the holiday parties, and by that I mean the two holiday parties they offer at Magic Kingdom. Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary is, is definitely the better one. Mm -hmm. Does everyone agree? Yeah. You don't, oh, you don't love Text Me Merry Christmas at the... Oh, stop. Yeah, I mean, if you take out that horrendous um, stage show at the last Christmas party, I mean, it's a good it's a good party, but the Boo To You Parade is is excellent. It's way better than the Christmas Parade. Hollow Wishes is better. Well, you know, the thing that I like the best about the Halloween party is it... So many people dress up for that. You don't feel like you're out of place being dressed up for Halloween as an adult. Right. Which is a really good feeling. Like, yeah. you know, 
that's that's people unique. are really into it too and yeah i, really I see some really creative that. costumes you get to see some really awesome costumes so yeah it's it's if you're on the fence about it i know it is kind of a it, it's kind of expensive but just think that for people with annual passes, this doesn't really Well, matter, and for but... those who don't, we've always kind of oriented it as a non-park day, just a park day in the evening for, yeah. for our friends who aren't annual pass holders, and that works out pretty well, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's character meet and greets as well. Um, Jack and Sally from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is in Liberty Square. I don't remember them mm, being They were back in uh, Fantasy Land. Land. Yeah, I mean, they'll... they'll. Oh, that was for the Christmas party. When you oh, go sorry. in there, oh, grab, yeah, a, yeah. grab a pamphlet. It'll show where everyone is. I'm actually excited for Tomorrowland Lotso. Oh, yeah. He's got a big line because he, he was smells like year, strawberries. Right? For real. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for There's real. There's a lot in, in uh, Fantasyland. Yeah. A lot. The Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Those are always on very Yeah, it's a line. huge line. So, so yeah. that's cool. I'm excited. Anything else news-wise? No. Yeah, slow no. news. Slow news. It's been, I mean, two weeks of really not much at all. So that's all right. Yeah, because right we've that. got our own stuff to talk about. So sure. let's talk about power rankings, y'all. Yeah. So first of all, thanks for everyone who listened to last week's episode. We had a we had really good uh, we had a really great feedback from everyone. And Rob, do you want to talk about the? Uh, sure specific so, feedback that we got <laughs> sure so um i compiled them all all the the responses we got and i'll go through sort of some of the high level what we saw in in the rankings and then maybe mention them or compare them to to what we came up with as a team so, so when you remind everyone what are just like what our rankings were like our rankings just, so just so what the highest and the lowest like go from what our top was and out of 10. What are you talking about? Wait. Do them in order, Rob. Just, just what is our favorite part and then go down. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You have a very convoluted way of saying that. <laughs> um, we ranked uh, Disney California Adventure as our top park, followed by Epcot, Disneyland Park, Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. And our fans aren't far off from what we came up with. Huh. So if you if you remember, haven't listened to that episode, we had five categories, attractions, restaurant options, drinking options, nighttime shows, and overall theming slash ambiance. So for our listeners, I'll just go through these quick. Uh, attractions, Disneyland one, um, pretty high, almost nine. Restaurant options and drinking options, no shock here, Epcot wins. I mean... The, Amen. <laughs> yeah, both both in the nines. The next closest is in the sevens. So that like blew everything out of the water. Nighttime shows. Magic Kingdom wins hmm. with eight point one six. We did, we did not have that winning, did we? No. What did yeah. we have? Oh boy. I think we had Disneyland Park. If I'm yeah, right. yeah, because we, we had, had the three. Because they have three things. Yeah, we definitely had. Yes, Disneyland. and and it was close. Um, the Magic Kingdom was eight point one six. Disneyland came in at eight point oh eight. Okay. Uh, so very, so very super close. close. Yeah. Um, and then overall ambiance, Disneyland wins with uh, almost a score of nine. Boom. Yeah, which isn't surprising on that front either. Um, and that won ours as well. 
So overall, um, once you compile them and, and take into consideration the weight of each category, anybody want to guess what our listeners think is? I say Disneyland I say Disneyland. for our listeners. We have a lot of listeners in California. <laughs> yeah. I know Disneyland? ours. Was, yeah, I say Disneyland too. I'll, I'll say they said California Adventure. I'll mm-hmm. go against the green. You got to guess? Disneyland. It is Epcot. Wow. wow. Yes. Okay. 7.78. Um, Disneyland was number two, okay. 7.45. California Adventure, 7.31. I knew I liked our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Animal Kingdom was fourth. Oh. Magic Kingdom was fifth. Wow. And then Hollywood Studios rounds out the list. Well, the, the bottom are the same for us and our listeners, mm-hmm. right? It was Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Fair. It was yep. Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. So it's just some... And then our top was California Adventure... Disneyland, Epcot, right? Not to open a whole can of worms here, but obviously we know why Hollywood Studios is so far down and Magic Kingdom hurts because of the drinking. Animal Kingdom, any hope? I mean, what, think, what else are they building? I mean, they're pretty much done. They're done, right? I mean, that's going to yeah, be that's that, That's going to do nothing but fall. Their, their scores aren't that bad um, in compared... Like, they're right around everything else. Where they really lost points was the nighttime show. Nighttime uh, shows. Okay. Right. Which makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But the thing is, they're, they're really restricted because they have live animals. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, like, there's only so much they can do. So, and... The uh, paint that not paint the night. What the hell? I can rivers never. Rivers of light. I can rivers never light. ever <laughs> paint the rivers. Ever rivers. remember the name of this show? It's garbage. Like it's so bad, and they needed it to be good. They needed it to be good so bad, and it is not good at all. So, I mean, maybe if they find some way to really improve it, they get the drone technology up and running, and really add to something, then maybe, maybe they can you know go up in people's minds as far as the nighttime spectaculars, but I agree. All right. With us and the listeners. Yeah, well, well thanks. When you guys everybody. are wrong, I mean, I want to let you guys know who did the uh, did the survey that California Adventure is the number one park, so. So I will say, so <laughs> we promise that we'll be sending you some swag, so if you are a listener who does not know one of us personally or work with one of us um we will be contacting you for your address so don't think we're being creepy we want to send you your stuff so if you would like some a little bit of swag from wdw happy hour please respond and we'll get those out to you shortly yeah so. we'll be emailing you using the email you provided when you filled out the survey yep all right well awesome yeah, yeah. And we had some really good feedback from folks around this. Um, yeah. Sorry not to put you on the spot. Yeah, no, no, no. I, but, and it just got me thinking that this could certainly stretch Expand. to some other realms of Disney uh, We parks only went with the five parks because those are the only six. ones. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. We only <laughs> went with the six parks in the United States because those are the only ones that every single one of our members have been to. Yep. So Catherine and I have been to Disneyland Paris in addition. I don't think they're comparable, really. I mean, like, I just don't, I don't think of that on the same level. That really, it, it really convolutes things. If you really want to include all the parks, it makes it needlessly complicated. And we're under the assumption that the vast majority of our listeners have. Well, well I'm going to interrupt you there. Um, and 
just thank some of our listeners. Uh, one uh, being our listener, Erin, who lives out in California. Um, she actually told us that she did her rankings and she included Shanghai in her rankings. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, was... was. Where did Shanghai fall for her? Do, um, do you know? I mean, not to put you on the spot okay, again. Okay, yeah, but. no, sure. Um, so she gave us her Shanghai rankings and the attractions are a nine. Not many attractions, but the ones that they had were unreal, all caps. Food, five. Good, not great. Extra point for caramel popcorn, which mm. I guess is really good. Drink, two. No alcohol in the parks, but ton of delicious boba teas, which are fun. Okay. Night, nighttime show, three. Ooh, Ooh, that would really make that one drop. Mediocre at best. And atmosphere, ten. This is a huge park with amazing theming. So thank you, Aaron, for sharing your rankings of Shanghai Disney. And if anybody does want to throw us their rankings for maybe one of the other foreign parks we'd be happy to hear them out yeah um also wanted to thank our listeners uh marshall and farrell who also said that they were playing along with us and really jeering the people that they didn't agree with so i <laughs> i'd like to know who it was as long as it wasn't me uh, <laughs> let's be real it was probably me so um so yes we <laughs> Matt nods silently <laughs> we really appreciate the feedback everyone um we also have a listener in spain who reached out to us um and you know he said it might be your only spanish listener and that he probably won't be going to WDW in quite some time, but we appreciate that you're listening, and I'm sure you know a Disney fan, so tell someone else, right? Yep. And that goes for all of you. Um, and our Spanish listener's name was Mateo, so respect. Respect. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Matt and I just got back from Disney last, last week, one week ago. The world. It was a very, very quick trip. Yeah, um, but it was good. We packed a lot in, and we tried like to do a nap in each day. Yeah, it was awesome. We tried to do, uh, we tried to do as much as we could, and we tried to do a lot of stuff that we haven't done in a while, like or that we or that we've never done. Yeah. So um, I will mention this. I, I, it was kind of a something that Rob and I were talking about. Um, like you know like personally like in in like our friend conversation but uh robin holly and Catherine and matt are all dvc members um and they did have that deal last year where you got the 13th month free or extended on your annual pass um and i happened to call in my my pass was up for renewal in august or just like two weeks ago and they have a really good deal right now that you can upgrade your gold pass if you're a DVC or Florida resident to like the Platinum Plus pass, which has no blackout dates and water parks and is it greens fees? I Green believe fees. yes for golfing, which included, which is which good. is huh. which is included for the exact same price, which is pretty freaking awesome. So I was excited to. Um, to do that and so if you're an annual pass holder who lives in florida or is a dvc member you might want to check that out and call i don't know how long the promotion's going on she did not tell me um but the main thing for us that we were really excited about is we went in august last year and i remember it just being miserably hot so we wanted <laughs> to go to a water park um, yeah. So matt and i did typhoon lagoon on last saturday and i've never been there 
Yeah. Catherine ha- had only been as a... A kid. A kid, yeah. And um, it was pretty great. We had a great time. Um, we went, like, kind of later in the day. And, I mean, maybe, like, you know, two thirty, three. we got there. Yeah, I think it might have even been 4. Yeah. Like, it was, like, later. And the... I don't know if it's the time of year, but it, the crowds were not bad at all. We didn't really wait to get on even the most... The, the, the newest, newest ride. ride. And the newest ride there is called Miss Adventure Falls. And it was really good. It's a family style tube ride. So we could ride with just, we rode with just the two of us, but I think it can fit up to four. Four adults, I think. Yeah. Hmm. And um, has some cool theming. It, it has like some almost like Country Bears-esque uh, animatronic. Yeah, there's an animatronic. You go up like you're going up the lift to the top of the the slide, and there's like a a wrecked ship, and it has like it's all open on the inside, so you can see like the cabin, and there's like the helm with like the mermaid head, and like there's a little parrot that talks to you. Yeah, and, it was cool. And he's singing, you know, yo ho yo ho, pirate's life for me, and talking, and like does all these little bits. Um, so it was really good. And it's a fun ride. I mean, it's Typhoon Lagoon really exceeded my expectation because it's the oldest one. Mm-hmm. It's the older one, as in Blizzard Beach is newer than Typhoon Lagoon. It's been around for a while. And uh, my only my only knowledge of Typhoon Lagoon is from the 1990 um, Walt Disney World Easter Parade video where the cast of the <laughs> Mickey Mouse Club at the time goes to Typhoon Lagoon and, like, does a music video there and that was literally my only knowledge of typhoon lagoon i just haven't even thought about it and i was like yeah i want to i want to get into typhoon lagoon there was a great lazy river i was there like 25 years ago yeah they also have the crush and gusher which is a basic roller it's a uh it's a roller coaster. A water coaster. A water coaster. Okay. So, like, you go up and down, and there's, like, enough current for you to, like, move there's, like, up and down. There's, like, water jet propulsion that, like, can get you... Yeah. Up. And I, those I, are also I tube know. rides. Yeah. So, if, if... Would you recommend people paying? So, a day... A day no. A day without blackouts is 6603 with tax. Nope. 6603 just for one day to go there. Correct. No. No. no with it with black that much. If you don't go between May 27th and August 27th, it's 6071. Well, yeah, that's not that it's big of a difference. Right, it's 5 bucks. Um I will say and I I don't want anybody to I, I here's an observation and I I have to be careful how I word this. There were not a lot of resort guests there. That's the feeling I got. There was much more smoking everywhere. Um, like there were designated spots, but there was like a beach and people were just sitting there smoking. It did not seem as Disney as other parts of Disney. Like it felt more uh, like, and maybe it's just, maybe it just happened to be the day we were there, but it just felt like there was uh, like, it wasn't resort guests. I I am diligent. I'm very observant. Checking magic bands to sure, see like, sure. oh, you have a colored magic band on or no. Uh, not a lot of people. Not hmm. a lot of people. Kind of like Dorney Park. Yeah. <laughs> not as bad as Dorney Park from Wildwater Kingdom. It's, but not, it's not quite Splish Splash in uh, Riverhead, Long Island. But. Yeah. But I... I just, I felt like there wasn't a lot of resort guests there. So maybe Disney's huh. having a hard time 
selling that as part of the Magic Your Way package because I don't think a lot of people are buying it. And that was a hot, hot day. That was the same day we were at Epcot that we actually had to leave the park. And I missed my fast pass to Peter Pan's flight because I could not stand to be outside in, in, in a theme park. We, we couldn't stand it. We had to leave. I didn't even think I could walk to the bus stop at Epcot. Yeah. It was so hot. <laughs> so but Yeah, we had a great time. We, yeah, we it really was, did. And then there was like a cool little like bar out on the beach area where we got drinks at like maybe we were like 20 minutes before closing yeah. we're like, let's just get some drinks hang out we'll have a drink and then we'll walk we'll get the bus over to downtown disney and eat dinner and springs um, oh i said downtown disney yeah <laughs> my bad my bad so they have the transfer bus which was actually really convenient like there was one waiting there and essentially when we got on it they took us right there and there was only one other family on it which makes me think that further uh from typhoon lagoon to disney springs is what you're saying yeah no, to and fro okay and we left at park close so like you figure like that's gonna be a, a bigger volume of people that are all leaving at the same time or maybe like they trickled out throughout the day but yeah there weren't many families on the bus back to disney springs either so also like i said before in general it was not busy there i mean we did not have to wait the longest we had to wait was like maybe 10 minutes I think that was just because someone lost their sunglasses. So. Yeah, that's someone <laughs> lost their sunglasses on the crushing gusher. But. Um, so we stayed at Coronado Springs. One of our faves. One of our faves. Currently undergoing a lot, Holy a lot of moly. renovation and maintenance. Um, the area where the cabanas were. So if you came out of the, the main lobby building and you're looking at the lago i forget what it's called what is it called it's something lago um i didn't know you speak uh spanish thank you um (laughs) and you look over to the right hand side the cabana area is just leveled there are no buildings there Mm. are just the entire so if you the last i don't know with you guys yes we stayed pretty close because we were in the business class rooms right so we were and then you guys were that all the way level. over. All the ones every, you even, by, at, yes. even the pool we went to in yes. Santa? It's gone. Oh, man. That's a big area. In fact, <laughs> where we would go for the bus stop at the Cabanas. Okay, so there was like a back Cabanas bus stop, like which is kind of behind the Jaguar pool. Okay? Yeah. And then there was the front Cabanas bus stop if you wanted to get the bus stop towards the front of the hotel. Mm-hmm. There is actually... I think the construction bleeds into the lobby building. It cuts off there and there are fences up up against the lobby building. In fact, that bus stop at the front doesn't exist. So that whole walkway is gone. And your bus stop, if you want to get a bus at the front of Coronado, is where you get off the Magical Express if you're arriving at Coronado. So it is all at that front entrance. So pretty much from that old bus stop we used to get on at the front all the way to the Jaguar pool is gone. Wow. So yeah, and as um, some people may know, we've talked about this on past episodes, they're in the process of building a major new tower, um, which will, um, I forget how tall it is. 15 15 stories. 15 story tower. Rooftop deck. Yeah, so um, I'm excited for that. But yeah. in the meantime, you know, know if you're going to Coronado Springs that it is under major construction. So we stayed in the Casitas area, which we've never stayed in before, which is to the left when you exit the lobby building if you're yeah. looking at the Lago. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, the first Casitas grouping, I think it's Casitas 3, is vacant. 
So no one is staying in those rooms. It is empty. They are all, there are, there's yellow tape around the whole area. So you can't even walk through. Because they're, they're redoing those as well. They're totally redoing them. They all have permits in the window. They were wide open. There were rooms that were just open when we were like, like totally gutted. Yeah. Wow. So the maintenance is, is ongoing and widespread so be yes. aware but yeah. we still had a great time i, I still love coronado and I mean, because I, of that we got a cute little set of pins with the three caballeros on them in yeah, our room it's that an under, apologized. Part in our pixie, pixie dust yes <laughs> so that was that it was, was cute cool. and they were all in like little they're in construction gear yes yeah it was nice cute. yeah um we were also there for um photo pass day which was cray I'm trying to think last year, we waited such a long time to meet like Foul Fellow and Gideon from Pinocchio and like- Judy Hopps and no, two years ago? No, incorrect. Wait, what? That was the Christmas party. Matt doesn't go on the same trips I go on, <laughs> I guess. Um, so anyway, we just for, we, we just didn't even take the option of waiting in line to meet characters even though they had like a ton of villains at hollywood studios who i would have liked to meet um but they had a cool fisheye lens um at the great movie ride um the the grauman's theater yes um and like the photographer was like off to the side and like didn't even like want to be bothered like, <laughs> i was like are you the photographer for this and she was like what do you want and I was like, well, you tell me where I can go. She's like, well, I can take a few. What, what do you want? And I was like, Ugh. you tell me. Like, I haven't seen any of these pictures on social media, so I didn't a even picture, know. picture, please. <laughs> and then they had the Dream Big Princess um, signage up, like, at each of the parks. So I got to see the one in Hollywood Studios, and that was a quote from Beauty and the Beast. It was, I want adventure in the great wide somewhere. And they just had, that was over kind of by the Beauty and the Beast stage show. And then they had one over at the Magic Kingdom, which was right near the Tangled restrooms, which was a quote from Tangled. Hmm. What, uh, is, what is that about? I... It's uh, it's like, remember the uh, Share Your Ears campaign um, a few years ago? Um, that like, if you like sent out a picture of you wearing Disney oh, ears, they yeah, donate. Yeah, yeah. It's a similar thing. It's the Dream Big Princess campaign. So... Yeah, I didn't hear yeah, about this. I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah, uh, PhotoPass was underwhelming this year. I, I didn't think that there were a lot of Well, we didn't great really options. we didn't really like have like one that we had to do. Sure. Like the ones in oh my god, the ones in Animal Kingdom were so lame. It was like Flick and Ada. And like who really likes a bug's life that much? <laughs> and there was a people. huge line. Huge line. There was a guy who had a hopper figurine. Isn't and, Flick there all the time? Yeah, they, Flick, they, they just they added Ada. And that okay. was it. Yeah. And like they did something out. There was another really lame one too. It was there like, did a lot of like at like, like adding the sidekicks. Yeah, so um Jasmine's always near Morocco at the World Showcase and mm -hmm. now she's with the genie. Yes. Uh, which is cool, yeah. but it's not like it's the best when it's like these obscure characters or, or characters you never see. That's why it was cool when it was um, Gideon and Foulfellow from Pinocchio. And to give you more on the Dream Big Princess campaign, thank you for dreaming big by liking and posting Dream Big Prince hashtag Dream Big Princess photos on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You help Disney Worldwide Services achieve our goal to donate US $1 million to the United Nations Foundation Girl Up campaign. Uh -huh. So that's that's what it was all about, and they oh, all okay. kind of had to do with princesses this year. Like Mulan was in Animal Kingdom, like he said, Jasmine was in uh, 
in Morocco. Epcot in Morocco. So that was pretty cool. Um, we also got to do the new mission space. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we did that. I was like, yeah, yeah. It was the thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's still mission space. We only did the green uh, version, the less intense, because that's the only one that actually really changed. The orange version is still essentially the same. They might have updated the screens a little bit from what I gather. Again, we didn't do that, but green is now a mission where you fly over Earth. So you do a loop around Earth where you can see a, a view from space of some of the monuments. So it's like, we're flying over the Great Wall of China. And it's not that great. <laughs> I mean, like, the wall? <laughs> no, no, no. The Great Wall of China is great, but the ride itself is is underwhelming and and really the work that they did to the screens they they kind of boasted that they like up the clarity of the video and and the screens and i didn't think that it looked that great i mean it was better it was better than the uh what was what existed there before but it's not it's like if it was soren on a tiny screen <laughs> where they just turned off all the lights and all you or turned off like if it was done at night and all you saw were lights Cause like you're just flying over things and you just see a bunch of like gold lights and it's like, that's Paris. Like, how do I know? And like, you get to see, like, I, you can tell what like Italy is like by the outline, but it's a lot of like, it's, and we're passing over Tokyo. It's like sword. If you well, were really, really high in the air and you had someone who had to explain it, otherwise you wouldn't know what it was. Yeah. So like they tell you which cities it, that you're flying over, but it, I was not super impressed. It's a band aid. For, I mean, it, this is not the solution for that uh, mission space. I don't think is long for this world. And and it's and crazily, like I and thought that more people would be into like getting on this because it's new. Yeah. No. Our room wasn't even full. Our capsule, we were the only two people in it. They didn't oh, even. No. They did couldn't you accomplish even... your mission? I did. <laughs> we we did. both sat in the middle so we could get the other side seats. So many buttons. Yeah. I was yeah. the engineer and the commander. I was worried we were going to just, you know, spiral to our fiery death when we uh, re entered orbit, but yeah, dodge that bullet. Um, yeah, if only. Um, Gary Sinise is gone. Yep. We mentioned that on this pod. Very pod. Do they have the new girl from Firefly yet? Yes. Yeah. Tina Torres? Yeah. She was okay, and it's the exact same script. Oh, and it's like Lord. she's trying to do a Gary Sinise impression, because it's like, <laughs> go for launch, you might want to hold on. And I'm like, oh, this is the same exact script. They did not change it at all. Um, but anyway, so that's Mission Space. <laughs> um, the other thing that I thought was pretty different for as many times as we go to Disney is pirates. Yeah, so some additions to pirates. We were shocked by the photo. If if you are friends with me on my Disney series, you will see that I am shocked by the photo. <laughs> Matt and Matt and I are just having a good old conversation in the back. Um, they add an animatronic, which I think is part of the camera piece. It's very similar if you've been on the Disneyland version, the skull and crossbone animatronic. They have a similar one that's kind of up in the left-hand corner as you go down the drop. Then you get into the future auction scene where the redhead will be no longer the redhead. Still there for now. They added a lot of new props, I yeah. guess, yeah, would like, be to that. So there's lots of baskets of fruit just everywhere. <laughs> like the fruit is 
all over. And sense. They added Hold sense. On. Hold on. You are going ahead here, not in order. They also added <laughs> baskets of animatronic chickens that like move. Like huh. they like clock hmm. and they you could see their heads bobbing and like it's I mean they're not like great animatronics, but they're just like next to these baskets of fruit. And they do the smell of fruit to start. And then when you go Wait, in, really? Yes. I'm just making funny because you yeah, but you were you were about to say the other part. I know. No, I was gonna say that it smelled okay. like fruit because you said you, it's fruit, and I said. But then you sense. go by the guy <laughs> with the the pigs, and it's supposed to smell like rum. It does. Kind of. It smells like vanilla. Okay. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a rum smell. So I just thought, like, you looked at the scene. It's one of those things that you've seen so many times that you're just like, yeah. oh, this is what it's like. But. We were riding, uh, one of our friends is a cast member, and we were with our friend, and we were like, are these all different? Like, am I crazy? Like, and <laughs> we think it's all different. They've added so, a lot. I, I'm thinking it's, they don't want to take the ride down. Too long, yeah. I think they're just going to, like, probably close so it, like, doing one these night, little switch or yeah. close, and, yeah. like, then it'll be ready to go. Because, no, there weren't a lot of, yeah. th there weren't a lot of, like, the actual auction items but there was a lot of food extra food all over that scene mm, yeah. so just something to look out for um and then this is another thing that rob and i talked about that we wanted to mention at the end of the last podcast but we ran really long on the power rankings um so flight of passage um we uh, if you listen to our podcast we love to go down to orlando the week for food and wine it's usually our big trip of the year um this year is no exception we will be going down and so we just had our 60 day for fast pass a few weeks ago um and we we always plan out our fast pass days ahead of time to know exactly the morning of we are rocked and ready <laughs> to go no surprises so Rob was the one who had the distinction of... Oh, Holly was a... We were both <laughs> They on were like there, tag like, team. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a lot of Stitch eating pages that yeah. morning <laughs> and frustration. <laughs> but... Hold on there, like, partner. <laughs> so, was, yeah. yeah. So, if you want to talk a little bit about Flight of Passage. Yeah. So, what we noticed was um, we're supposed to check in on a Saturday and we... Through no, I mean, we look at when extra magic hours are, when we're going to Halloween party, different things like that. We're going with people that don't go quite a bit, so we try and get to at least each each park, park at least once within those first few days because people are only there for four or five days. So it just so happened that Sunday after we arrived, we decided it was going to be an Animal Kingdom day, and I went to do Animal Kingdom the first that was going to be the first day that I scheduled the fast passes knowing flight of passage could be um, out of fast passes and sure enough it was so I guess our piece of recommendation is if you're going for any length of time do Animal Kingdom later in your trip so that there's more likelihood of fast passes being available yeah. for flight of passage yes so and then what happened was we were doing another Animal Kingdom day later in the trip Thursday, so I went to that day, and we were able to get Flight of Passage, um, and there was quite a bit of times available, from what I remember, but... Because you're scheduling it like 65 days out, yeah, 65 Yeah, because so, everybody's resort, reserve, you know, the, you got that rolling yeah. s schedule, so... Right. So you can book 60 days to... 
prior to day one of your trip. And if your trip is seven days, then technically... 67. You do 67 yeah. days if you're... I wonder how long that goes for. Like, if you were incredibly rich and you scheduled a two-month vacation... I would assume two months. I think as long as you have a reservation, wow. yeah. you can do it. Yeah, so anyway, that kind of... That, that thinking... So we now have to think on our feet. So that Sunday, we did not get Flight of Passage fast passes. We only were able to get Navi River Journey. Correct. So, you know, Rob and I were talking, like, what are we going to do? Our friends, like, a lot of them, actually most of the people we're traveling with in October, besides the five of us, have not yet been to Pandora, have not seen it. And really, it's the best ride in Disney World right now. So we feel like we really need to get on this ride. So we were saying, oh, we'll go one morning, do rope drop. No big deal. Um, So Matt and I did rope drop on last Saturday on PhotoPass Day for Flight of Passage. Um, Extra magic hours. It was extra magic hours. It was extra magic from 8 to 9. And we probably went Mickey to Mickey at 8.06, I'll say. So we were at the front gate. At the front gate. So we were there early. Um, and there was a huge crowd all going to Pandora. So we kind of just got in line and really speed walked. Um, and so we got into Pandora and here is pro tip number one that we learned the very hard way. They get in and there's, there's a cast member at the first, after you've crossed the bridge and you're into Pandora, you're past that like little pod that shoots out water. And he goes, go behind me if you want to go to Navi River Journey. And make make a right if you want to get on Flight of Passage. So in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to game the system here. And I'm going to go down by Navi River Journey and turn and just go into Flight of Passage and, and just bypass this, this crowd of people who are walking down like a little pathway where we can just get into the main entrance where the entrance to the ride is. <laughs> so we're like, like, yeah, there's like no one down in that area by Navi River Journey. And like we turn... And they have it all roped off <laughs> past the entrance to the ride. So it goes up in some Flight of, of Passage. Flight of Passage. Okay. So you cannot just duck in there. Like you have to start from <laughs> oh, up man. like at the top of the pass. So and Matt, Matt is yelling at me like, wait, guys, I, well, I've never been here for Action Magic, guys. I don't know. So don't try to game the system, people. You do have to wait in line. So by the time we get up to this gentleman... I, I only yelled at you because I was like, oh, he said to go right. And you're like, no, no, no. Trust me. Go straight. There's there's a better way. And I was like, all right. And then and then I was then it was fine. And you're like, well, what are you looking at me for? I don't know. And I was like, you seem pretty sure. You said trust me. Well, okay. So anyway, so we get up past this guy um, right where you can make a right to go down one of the little paths, like towards Satuli Canteen, I guess. Um, and the lady is standing there. The line ends here, right there, right there, where you make a right. So you are up. Then come to find out that line snakes all the way up the path to Harambe Village. Yeah, yeah. It and turns around, mm. comes back. It is horrific. So they all said, told, we waited they, for... They said it would be two and a half hours. We waited for an we hour and 45 minutes. So it was not as long as they said, and I think they were just trying to get people into the queue because I think it would be crazy if everyone just tried to run in right to the entrance at, at like, the same time, like, like like actually physically getting into the queue right. because I think they just let like a hundred people go in and settle and then they let another hundred people. So it was just, and they were roping off 
the walkways, kind of like they did with the marathon, like mm-hmm. at the Epcot, the, at the founded Epcot, where they brought block off the crowd, let people walk, <laughs> and then you could come back and, and oh, the gosh. marathon could go straight. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was insane. Um, and they oh, also a did ride. a really horrible job of telling people where to go if they had fast passes. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it was 8 o'clock and people didn't have fast passes. But right about at the time that we were, we actually entered the queue, I was like live, like uh, Snapchatting this. It was like about at 45 minutes in. So it was right around 9 o'clock when, when we actually walked under the underpass to get into the queue. And there was a guy there freaking out at the at the cast member saying, well, I waited in line for 45 minutes. I didn't know you could just walk up here if you had a fast pass. So they are not doing a good job of like directing. So if you have questions about where to go, if you have a fast pass. At least they weren't doing a good job that day we were there. Well, I want right. to make blanket statements. Well, right. I mean, well, that's, that's what we're basing this on. That guy was freaking out. So just make sure you ask like that was pretty similar to how it was on day one. If you had a fast pass, you were allowed to go in when everybody else had to wait outside. So just make sure if you que- are questioning, like, is this really where I need to be? Double check. Did you have a summer. sense of how early you would have had to get to Animal Kingdom oh to God. like get at the start of this line? Uh, six thirty. Probably six thirty. That's yeah. what they said. That there were people lined up like an hour and a half before the park opened. But like the the turns or the turnstiles themselves, like when you just went to go. Th- go through the turnstile i mean they check your band to make sure what resort you're in you know the, the, how they do for extra magic that one person in your party scans we only stood there for like six minutes i mean we nah. it wasn't like we've been in hollywood studios where we're all the way back and we wait yeah. 20 minutes to no, walk through bad. no it was very very quick but they might have let people start going in early they to do. kind of like yeah. let the crowd dissipate right. so just just a, a word of warning about rope drop and flight of passage and our other piece of insight that we have is that we heard that a lot of people will save the early morning magic hour day as their flight of passage rope drop day so you'll be competing with resort guests where maybe some of like the regular 9 a.m openings since there's you know let's say there's six days of 9 a.m openings one day of early morning you might have a better chance of just going in at nine o'clock instead of the eight o'clock hour because you're you're hmm. because people are saying, oh well, I think that'll be the day I go because I can get in an hour early. Well, you and every other person who's on Disney. I know yeah, it, it makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, true. But yeah, we had a good trip. Was there anything else that we did that? That was it. You know what we didn't do that I I said like I have to do this this trip. I really want to do this, <laughs> and I'm just remembering that we totally didn't. The um, music of Pixar. Yep. I really want to do that. We just weren't there at night. Yeah, but in October, we'll do it. Yeah. Or else. Yeah, that's a good one. I think we enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. So, Food and Wine starts this week. Heck yeah! Oh, yeah. So, it's the most (laughs) wonderful time. Is that Travers fueled up and ready to go? (laughs) It's ready. Yeah. Uh, I got a full tank. Because I'm sure it wouldn't be crowded for Labor Day. I'm sorry, Rob. No, no. So it starts this Thursday, August 31st, runs through November 13th. A record 70... It's We've we always say, say a record, so it's record 75 days of the festival. Just so, make it all year. Yeah, so we are super <laughs> excited for this. Um, we thought maybe we'd just give a, a quick preview. There, There's quite a few new um, kiosks mm-hmm. available, so... If we maybe just wanted to touch on some of those, what we're most looking forward to. All right. Um, 
I'll and go it's down. With the new ones. Yeah. So the, a new one, and we don't know where any of these are located. So we're we're flying blind oh, well, as far. I, oh. I will say. Okay. So so we went to Epcot. Um, one of the days that I read it, be in Napoli, and they have the booths up. So all the booths are out. Um, but they have like food and wine coming, you know, August 31st on the actual sign where it would otherwise say the country. And they've definitely moved stuff around. So Greece, I know, is now closer to Mexico. It was always across from Canada. And it looks like they moved, it was maybe Hawaii or maybe it was a new booth, but there were two booths that kind of had like a Polynesian looking theme to them. Um, so that'll be interesting. And there was also a booth as far away as like where the, so there's the Chew area, which is up in that little courtyard behind Interventions. But there was one actually butted up against to where the restrooms are back by imagination. Like, Do you think that was just temporary or no, that's where it's going to be? I think that's where it's okay. going to be. They had walls all over all of yeah. those places. So it didn't look like it was like a transport area. But anyway, all right, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's that's good to know. So uh, the first new one is Active Eats. I don't know what this is getting at because these don't look exactly like healthy options. The first one's a mac and cheese with bacon peppers onions a salmon and that one that one fits it's yeah with quinoa salad yeah. like i get that when you hear active you're like oh like i'm i'm active like i uh i eat healthy <laughs> <laughs> and it's like mac and cheese and beer <laughs> yeah i mean they have wines there so <laughs> i'm actively killing my body <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's healthy mac and cheese pass um yeah. the next one is a the almond orchard hosted by blue diamond almond breeze <laughs> this one actually i'm actually looking forward to some of this stuff the cauliflower risotto with pulled chicken artichoke spinach parmesan cheese and aged balsamic there's oh. only one thing on this i will definitely that get like that. so into can you guess banana almond salsa hell yeah banana yeah, I almond, my eye on that too. banana <laughs> almond salsa sundae with fresh berries and crunchy chocolate oats give me that this is bad to do right now because i'm, I'm really so hungry <laughs> we always do this. do this before dinner <laughs> so stupid <laughs> cheese studios coming back no fun yeah and that's no fun Oh, well, Coastal Eats is new. This is the one I'm excited yeah, about. So yeah, so this I'm does excited. look good if you like seafood, a lump, uh, crab cake, baked shrimp scallop. Uh, oh, Break, I'm sorry. I said scampi. Scampi dip and seared scallops. Oh, shrimp scampi dip. Oh, that's interesting. Well, the seared scallops look, I don't know. I have my eye on that with roasted corn and butter beans, suc- succotash, and chili Sucatash. chipotle butter sauce. Yeah, sound good. It sounds pretty good. Had we already talked about the Eat to the Beats concert? I kind of feel like we did. Yeah? We talked yeah. about the Baja Men coming. Yeah, that's all right. So, yeah. That's, <laughs> so, yeah. So, so yeah. We, so we told that. you everything you need to know. <laughs> um, craft Beers is back. I am definitely looking forward to this one. All a bunch of different beers from Florida. Earth Eats from the Chew. This one, I don't. <laughs> Are you gonna tell us? Oh no! Oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, I, 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 don't I, even I, like I feel like I'm doing all the it. talking, and I, I didn't. All right, I'll, uh, I'll hit you up. Uh, Grilled beef skewer with romaine, apricots, and feta cheese, uh, and uh, ricotta and zucchini ravioli with rustic tomato sauce. Sounds all right. They are um, also uh, showcasing some of Kurt Russell's wines. Mm, those are good. Yeah. Flavors from fire. 
This one sounds interesting. Mm. This is new as well. Piggy wings, which is roasted pork wings mm. with Korean barbecue sauce and sesame seeds. I feel like they have these quite a bit, and I've been disappointed. I feel like I had it at the art festival. I think I've had them once before, and they're just like real fatty, and like I don't know if they just get lousy wings, but yeah, I don't know. Um, tough. It's a tough life. <laughs> for all of our France fans, uh, mm. we'll be happy. They'll be happy to know Cronenberg Blanc, sixteen sixty four pale lager is back. I will so have good. about 20 of those on there. <laughs> and hour. that's not an exaggeration. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. He gets two every time he goes up. They're small so, glasses. So yeah. getting yeah. two is like getting one. They are small so. glasses. I wonder how much you would actually end up drinking if you drank around the world at each kiosk. Oh, oh my god. A lot. Oh, yeah. Would it be more? It would be more because Way there's more, more there's more than double of how True. many. True. So it's there even are. if they're half size glasses. So twenty two kiosks equals eleven countries roughly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like forty. Yeah, there's a lot of kiosks. <laughs> that have alcohol, yeah. Pass. Ooh. <laughs> the Kal- Kalua pork slider is back at Hawaii. A fan favorite. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that's a favorite across the table here. Mm-hmm. Around the table. Uh, the lobster roll is back at Hops and Barley in America. So good. That's a that's a that's that's highlight. the one that I think we marked as our best value or one of our best. Yeah, values. they give you a lot. Of it's lobster, a large yeah. roll. It's a big. There's thing not a lot of filler. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's good stuff. One I don't remember, India. If yeah, this is returning for the. Uh, this is coming back. Um, it was it was gone for a few years, so they are. They are returning, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Since two thousand nine, so it's been Always quite have a been long that, time. Yeah, I, I, um, same with Spain. Spain, Spain is was coming back right? in twenty ten. That that menu doesn't look very beefy at all. Like there's only two things on that. Um, the India, the uh, korma chicken with cucumber tomato salad and naan sounds. I know it looks like they're having a excellent. mini naan, like a sana type. They have the naan with pickled garlic, mango salsa, and coriander pesto dips. So it's like a mini version mm. of Sanaa with three dipping. Um, I, I get on, I can get on board with some carbs before I go drink crazy. <laughs> Thailand is is back. I don't know when that was. Uh, it says uh, that that's returning. I don't know the last time that Thailand was featured. But it's they, like 09 as well. Okay, so they have a spicy Thai curry beef with rice and marinated chicken with peanut sauce and stir fried vegetables. That sounds really good. Um, a new one. Um, completely new for this year, which seems very interesting, is uh, Light Lab. Yes. This is, it seems like... uh, Lots of drinks. Yeah, I think that it's... uh, Is it supposed to be kind of like... What's the word for drinks with like uh, some kind of... uh, Like the nitrogen or like... Yeah, 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 like a specialty drink. Well... There's a lot of beers, and they're saying there's a space flight and a light flight. I I, I don't know what they're getting at. I think they're here. just it's just the names. Like they've got the mm-hmm. Elysian Brewing Space Dust IPA, so it's a space themed beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I will actually make a recommendation because I've already had. So they have a Founders Brewing Company Green Zebra Zebra Watermelon Goose Ale. Ghost. Ghost. Goals. 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 <laughs> I've actually had this and it's it's incredible if you like sours. 
It's part of the light flight, it looks like. Yeah, um, so I would highly recommend this. I've had it locally. I know what I'll be having. And what's that? Mm-hmm. That is the Blue Point Brewing Company Hoptical Illusion from Patchogue, New York. Um, I've never had any uh, beers or microbrews from my hometown of Suffolk County, Long Island. Apparently, they were. You get a home county? That's your hometown? <laughs> Well, I mean, my hometown of New York, baby. Well, I mean, <laughs> little little suburb of New York, baby. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna take the county. Okay, you're taking the county. All I'm right. gonna take the whole county. Patchogue is very close to where I grew up. And so. I get trogues if you're doing that. <laughs> Suffolk yeah. County is big, so we get trogues. Yeah, but that's not even the same county. Yeah, same amount, of, <laughs> same amount of space. All right, but it's based on population. But I'm gonna try that. So, and then is that all for the new ones? Uh, I, I th- yeah, you mentioned so. Spain, uh, Thailand, we, we said. Yep. Mm-hmm. I am starving now. There is a picture yeah. of the, the pretzel with the cheese soup at Canada. Mm. <laughs> that they, looks amazing, as always. They do have a local brew from Downingtown, Pennsylvania okay. for us. Really? Um, at, yeah, Victory it's pretty Go- much our, our county. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Victory yeah. Golden Monkey. And it is Ooh. very, I've, I've had that and it's very good. So we could recommend that Victory. one as well. <laughs> Victory! <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, entourage. All right. What a great show. <laughs> uh, well, if that didn't make you hungry, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, seriously. Yes, I There's am. just so much on here. I'm, like, looking at the menu. It's like, wow. And do like, we think that the... The Epcot, whatever it is with the scotch egg and everything, the, I'm sorry, like this menu is huge, the Legacy Show Place. Do you think that's like the Odyssey? Yes. That's what it seems like. Because it's always like the beer in the Odyssey, which I think is, I mean, they do have some beer and they do have flights. I read where they're using the Odyssey for, what did you just say? The Epcot Legacy Show Place. Yes. They're using, that's going to be, but they... They still might use the Odyssey for craft beers because they did, which... There's I, a few on here, so that does make sense. They have a Eastern Florida flight, a Western Florida flight, um, so... Which, um, they did They did a similar thing for the art festival where they had exhibits in there and they were doing uh, demonstrations... That was the and, best part. ...and talks, yeah, and they also had the food. It was a little weird because... With the demonstration, was, but the... The art, yeah, the, herb, the, the her, herb Ryman, Herb Ryman, and Mary Blair stuff really is awesome. Hungry. I'm starving. Um, um, I'm looking at the Disney website that the Legacy Showplace is, in fact, in the Odyssey Pavilion, for sure. Okay. So that's, they've got the Scotch Egg, they got a zesty cheeseburger and cheddar cheese macaroni handwich. I want it. Ooh. I want that now. What's Let's a, go. Handwich seems strange <laughs> because, I mean... You already eat a sandwich with your hands. Oh, maybe it's just, but it's not hands wit, so apparently you can eat it with one hand. If that's the case, I don't. It's actually made out of human hands. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So, how adventurous are you, listeners? (laughs) All right. Well, do we have anything else after the cannibalism joke? (laughs) We won't make you tolerate this any longer. Oh no! no. <laughs> I just wish I could be down there for all seventy-five days. Yep. Me too. Me too. That woman who won the Powerball sure could. Yeah. I know. Jealous. So yeah. So um, listeners, as always, we encourage you to reach out to us if you are down there. Or you'll be there before us. You'll be there before us. We won't be heading to Food and Wine till October. So if you guys go there and you have some 
tips or tricks or some favorites that you want to reach out to us and impart some wisdom, please uh, let us know right on our uh, Facebook page, uh, www.facebook.com slash wdwhappyhour. And also we are wdwhappyhour at gmail.com if you want to ask questions or just give us a Give us a shout and say you're enjoying the show. I'd be interested in knowing like what other people's say favorite two items in drink are. You know, if you were beelining for a place. Mine's France. So what's yours? You're Patagonia. Patagonia. I always turn left to go to Patagonia first. Yeah. I really don't. I I, I feel like. You really don't get excited about much, so... <laughs> no, 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 it's not that. It's that I always... I had fun once. It was awful. I always end up just trying to do something different. Like, I, yeah, I try to I actively... Agree. Go for um, that Mabodi. Yeah, well, at least I tried it. Like, <laughs> you're, you're right, you're right. You, I was a swing and a miss, but, I mean, I wouldn't have known unless I tried it. So, I I mean, there, there are a few staples that I stick with, but for the most part, I try and branch out and do things that you I have You go for eaten. the, um... What is it? Hawaii, the... Yeah, the I, slider. Um, oh, yeah. The Kahlua, <laughs> Kahlua, the Kahlua beef, beef slider is pork. Kahlua pork slider. Yeah, it's excellent. Is that back this year? Yes, we are. We just said that. Are you on the same podcast as us? Yeah, but is that back this year? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've reached delirium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Any last call? Nope. No. Last call for alcohol. Okay. All right. Well, everyone. You know what to do. Cheers. 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 Mm-hmm.